everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to be talking about the children, Dan. Can't someone do something for the children? Oh, I, I thought it was about the children. Can't somebody, can't somebody <laughs> do something about the children? About, oh, my Can God. Can we get rid of the kids, please? the worst. Absolutely the worst. Yeah. No, we're uh, there's a, a a movement afoot that's been bubbling uh, uh, inside Mormonism. Yeah, very interesting. This kind of grassroots stuff never happens. No, or at least it's, it's extremely rare. I feel like there's there's cracks in their cement yeah. somehow. And so we're going to be talk, talking about that. I mean, this includes a march. There's going to be a march. Yeah, some Mormons of you may marching. Some of you may want to participate in this march. Actually, yeah, I believe some I, of our listeners will want to be there. I may actually show up for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, um, because I mean it's on a Saturday. Might as well. You it starts like almost kitty corner to where I live. Yeah, that's so true. I'm, you like, can just meander over. It's like a block and a half away. Just grab your coffee and head so. over. Yeah, I and and you were in marching band as. A I'm young very, person, very good at marching. You are a you are a seasoned marcher. Oh well, I will <laughs> definitely I be rolling my feet. Oh, okay. The heel toe, heel toe, <laughs> and my head and my shoulders will stay on the same plane. Oh, that's good. As I march to the church office building, yeah, with everybody else. But Dan, yeah, there's something else I might do in preparation. Oh. I might shave, Dan. Oh. Or at least my cheeks and neck. Sure. By you know, I might might whip out my Harry's razor. I think that's a great idea. You know, I uh I actually might be shaving more than just my cheeks and neck. <gasps> they want you clean shaved. I think I will save what they want and then those who watch our show on the uh on the YouTube rather than listen to us will get to see it. Maybe next week, maybe the week after. We'll see. Mutton chops. We'll see. We'll the see. The thing where it comes down, skips your chin, winds <laughs> up over your mouth, and comes back down the other side. One of those? I think it'll surprise even you. We'll see. Anyway. Beard, no mustache. The way that we'll that's be- That's a good look. The, the, that's a great look. The Brigham. The brother <laughs> yeah. Brigham. Yeah. Uh, no matter how we do it, uh, I will achieve it using Harry's razors. Yes. Uh, because- as we've said uh, before, it's the best way to get a good shave. Yeah. It's an it's a incredibly comfortable uh, shave. That's yep. the thing I always like to bring up because it's like it was it was one of those just remarkable experiences the first time. I was I was surprised by how comfortable it was. What's funny was. is you almost had a complaint about it. <laughs> you were like, I can't well, even a second. feel it sliding like, across my face. Like, I'm used to a grinding <laughs> sensation. <laughs> Which, that's how you know it's working. <laughs> Normally. But in this case, it just glides. <laughs> What's it doing? Oh. All right, anyway. So, uh, remember, kids. Uh, so, the deal is, you sign up. Uh, you go to harrys.com slash TGIA. Uh, you sign up. You get a free opening package. Like, like yeah. basically, you just pay for shipping. They send you the razor. Uh, they send you the cartridge, which has the five blades on it, uh, mm -hmm. the, the lubricating strip. They send you uh, the shave gel, which we right. love. And the little travel and, accessory. And the right? little travel thing that goes over the blade so yeah. that you can take it with you wherever you go. Right. All of that included for free, sent to you, uh, care of us because yeah. we're helping you. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, and then if you like it, you just keep getting it from them. They just send it to you. If you don't like it, that's fine. Just cancel. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there's a no harm, no foul there. Uh, it's a great deal. Helps us out. Uh, so, yeah, go to, go again, harrys.com slash TGIA and, uh, and enjoy a great shave for, yeah, what have you got to lose? Less than you would pay Some at the grocery hair. store. That's what you have to lose. Yeah. Some facial hair. Which you need to lose anyway. Well, if you want to look good. You look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, I'm going to yeah. transition to a story that, uh, boy, some poor people in Indonesia. Oh, dear. Uh, in the Aka province. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Okay. Asi? Asi? Acai. I, I believe it's pronounced oh, acai. like the berries. <laughs> no, it's not the same thing. Okay. Um... Two Indonesian Christians have been Walk flogged. Into a bar. Oh, they've been flogged. Oh my they've god. They've been flogged. Because they played um <clears throat> a children's game at what sounds like a Chuck E. Cheese, to be honest. <laughs> okay. It was some sort of like one it was it was a game. It was a machine game of some kind that spits out tokens and tickets and that a kind of thing. Ball. That you're able to then like trade in for prizes, sure. And apparently, cash, and therein lies the real problem because it's it's That's interpreted gambling. as being gambling. That's right? gambling. If all you're playing for is you know like a funny again, little eraser top for your pencil, right? right I, I don't know if that's really gambling. But anyway, I do not. I may agree that it's gambling. It may not be gambling. It's like a game of uh, a game of skill, right? It's I different than gambling. You get a cash prize. Yeah. Right? Okay. Nonetheless. Uh, it is deemed illegal. Oh, by uh, Sharia law. Okay, and so they were hauled in front of a court. It's all very confusing. I How did they play this? Like the having the games not illegal, just playing it. it it's it's something of a a, a little. Uh, what what do you call it? A little. They, they lure in. It's a trap. It's a trap. It, that is a, it's a Admiral Akbar style. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a Chuck E. Cheese sting. Come, hey, kids, come in and play our game. You're under arrest <laughs> for playing skee ball. <laughs> Too good. Oh, um, you want the money that we promised you? <laughs> Handcuffs, please. Oh, my God. Yeah, the two uh, victims of the flogging and of Sharia law. <laughs> Uh, Dallin Silatonga, 61, and Tajia Nyuk Hua, uh-huh. uh, 45. I think you nailed both of those um, They uh, The crowd, a crowd of about 300, including some tourists, uh, gathered around and did the proper jeering that one would do while they were waiting and being lashed by the, oh the God. rattan stick, the rattan stick. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the rattan canes. Rattan, yeah, yeah there we go. Um, they were yelling things like, you're old, show remorse. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're showing remorse. If they're being caned in their 60s, yeah. So I, I feel some remorse about this. So here's the, here's the real kicker here. Yeah. Right. And this is buried way down in the story. Uh, the thing itself is illegal. Uh-huh. Right. The, this act of playing the game. Sure. Right. Uh, However, you do not have to be put in front of a Sharia court as a non-Muslim. Okay. Christians can opt into 
a secular court. But okay. the but the judicial system sounds like it's really backed up, and the the the, the court process is very long, and there would have been a jail term. So people will oh. often take the they'll go through the Sharia. So court. they have to. So they th- know all that's going to happen is they're going to have to like get get some spankings in public. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. So like, in order to avoid waiting out the court system in jail, or or just to be facing jail time. Okay. Right. They I know, don't know if they were. So they know being the, held. The Muslim court is speedy, and and whippy. It's a little whippy. It's a little yeah. lashy, right? But if you but if you got a good a decent pain tolerance, yeah. How many lashings did they get? Uh, the man received six, okay. and the woman received seven. Oh, because she was because because it's worse when a woman does it. Her score was higher on ski ball. <laughs> she got one into the hundred, and then it was just like, "Oh, you're done for, lady." Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's, that's another lash. Get you an extra one. Yeah, you get those fifties, you're fine, but you get that into that hundred. Oh, that yeah. pisses them off. Come here, bend over. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's it's horrifying. It it seems barbaric. Yeah. It, it's over a stupid fucking game. Yeah. Right? Uh, apparently this Ase or Ake, whatever province, is the only province in Indonesia that does impose Sharia law. Okay. Um, and uh, people can be flogged for just about anything. Gambling, drinking alcohol, uh, having gay sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, relations outside of a marriage. You know, some gay, some gay here. sex includes a flogging already. So does that just only the best? Does, I'm I'm just saying. Sometimes it might take care of itself. Just let it play out, guys. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll flog each other. You don't have to do a thing. It's done. <laughs> it's quite possible. Everybody's right? happy. No, yeah. You never know. You never know. All right, moving on. Uh, I'm going to get us to. Uh, the Vatican, uh, the Holy See, as it were, where uh, where they have recently received a 1,200-page dossier, 1,200 pages, uh, containing the names of 34 priests and six seminarians in Italy who have all been uh, apparently um, patrons Mm-hmm. Of one Francesco Mangiacapra, oh. uh, who is a gay male escort. Oh, so um, interesting. Yeah, this dossier Th- apparently contains. <laughs> does uh, he also provide other services? Right. There, <laughs> does he have one service only? Well, apparently that's. I'm guessing his his day is done. Because yeah. once you start revealing your clients, who's going to go to you? Huh. But well, he, uh, how but, old is he? So maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe he's like he's approaching like retirement, aging anyway. out anyway. He's like, fuck all y'all. Well, I mean, he, I, but that God, he must be doing pretty well. He must have done well for himself. That cardinal over there called me old, right? Well, fuck all of y'all then. <laughs> uh, these the dossier contains, uh, like it contains app chats that he's had with all Ooh. of these people, uh, like salacious pictures all of this stuff he just sent it in uh his reasoning being that uh there was mass hypocrisy happening i'm not sure how he claims that i mean it's only priests who go to church on sunday 
and decry homosexuality and then go to him on Friday for some fun. Where's the hypocrisy there? Blowing off some steam. Blowing something. Uh, Anyway, he... So... The Vatican is now considering this. They're trying to figure out what uh, what to I do about it. Uh, and uh, he he claims. Now I wanted to put this to you. Okay. It's not cool to out people who aren't out. But this is an interesting thing because mm. these men are likely hurting gay people. Yes. And so, if you're hurting gay people, and you're gay. Uh, I, I mean, it, you know, these people need to hear that, like, the people who are yelling about how bad you are, yeah. if you're a gay, gay person in Italy, yeah. they need to hear that, you know what, they're fucking gay. Yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I don't have any problem with, with it, to be honest. Like, it's the hypocrisy that makes it okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, if he, if, if he was outing some, you know, businessman, right? that's a whole different... You know, thing. I mean, unless of course he's he's in a business that hurts gay people somehow, right? Big like, cakes, <laughs> or not, or not. Uh, but no, you know, he's just like some, you know, some dude with a job. Yeah, and then it's he's, not he's harmless. Uh, he's got a wife and kids, maybe, but he yeah. just needs to, you know, go go have some times with with a with a gay escort with a rent boy. Okay, whatever. Like, that's totally different, right? That's totally different. Right. But these guys are actively campaigning, actively uh, spreading the idea that homosexuality is evil. They're spreading right. the home. They're, they're actively working to deny homosexuals uh, rights. Uh-huh. Yeah. You kind of you kind of have to expose. It's like, what's his name? Ted Haggard? Is that the name of the, you know, several, like, couple decades ago or a decade ago he was the he was the evangelical preacher who was like huge yeah. in and and like the most out there uh and he and he oh, and yeah. super anti-gay yeah and then an escort like outed him because because it was like you know what fuck yeah. this guy right you can't you can't come here and like have gay sex with me yeah and then tell me what a shitbag I am for being gay. Or tell other. Or tell everybody people. else how, yeah. Awful they are. Right. Clearly, I'm okay. Right. You know. Yeah. Because uh, they pay me the money. Yeah. And, but. But I mean. Um, does it come uh, as a surprise to anybody that Catholic priests are gay? Didn't no. we all know that? No, That's the other yes, thing. Yes. We all know, like, when you're Catholic and you're gay, you have a choice to make. Well, and we've heard about these, like, you know, these sex parties and whatnot, just just feet from the Vatican. Yeah. Right? With, like, very high-ranking, you know, people um, in, in sort of in Catholicism. Right. You know, I think there were some cardinals that were implicated, right? Well, an enforced celibacy is... An unhealthy sexual choice for right. most people. Right. And it leads to deviant sexual behavior in a lot of cases. Yeah. It leads to some problems. It, yeah. You know, just... Well, I would say at least these guys are paying somebody to have sex with them. Right. If get nothing it, else. At least get it taken care of. I mean, who knows if any of them did other things that they shouldn't be doing. 
Uh, yeah. You know, involving altar boys. but Or, yeah, well, there's that. Right. Yeah. It's, but anyway. Yeah, ho- hopefully these guys are getting off often enough. Right. At least the, some altar boys have actually been spared. At least this guy is an adult. Yeah. So, bravo, I guess, having sex with an adult instead of a child. Now I don't know how I feel about this anymore. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm very... <laughs> I, for one thing, uh, he has broken the ethics and code of conduct of, of your your uh, your standard escort. Yeah, yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> if you can't trust your escort to be discreet, I think it's. I what's think the it's, world coming to? I think it to? is the risk you run. Yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, if you're a priest, if you're a public figure, yeah, you know, or, or planning on it, a president of the United States, you can't just go around having sex with. You know, porn stars or whatever. Mm. Or you, you can. can. You can. You can. Yeah. Anyways. And then the and then the news comes out and then nothing happens. And so. then nothing happens and then everybody's yeah. fine, which is probably what's gonna happen in Italy too. Yeah, I know. All right, Dan, got some news. Oh. From uh a US appeals court. Okay. Um saying that um the civil rights laws that protect uh, sex, right? A person's sex in the workplace. Uh, right. Oh, like sex, like, gender, okay, race. That, yeah. Not right? having sex in the workplace, no, but no, 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 no. being of a sex or having a sexual. Thank you. Having a sex identity. Yes. Okay. Uh, it, it, yes, it covers transgender workers. Right. Uh, there, I guess there was some question, though, in the case of. A funeral director who fired uh, an employee after uh, that employee informed him that she planned to transition um, from female to male. Oh, wow. And so... So he fired her? He fired her on religious grounds. He fired him. Well, yes, you're correct. Um she I think a, there was a planned transition, right? Uh, at this point, so yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So the uh, sixth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals uh, said that the R.G. and G.R. Harris Funeral Home in Our, in Detroit. That's cute. The R.G. and G.R. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Uh, it unlawfully discriminated against Amy Stevens, huh? Um, based on her sex. So also, uh, you know, what's important here is that they that the decision that's kind of key here is that the funeral home owner was who is a devout Christian failed to prove that uh, his exercise of, of religious rights was somehow um, uh, compromised. Right. 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 His By, right is right to discriminate against people. Who he thinks are yucky. <laughs> That's right, right. But they, they, the, the court's just like, how does how does this person transitioning affect you? Right, right. Like it doesn't. Which is a which right. is a logical question that will make no sense to a Christian person. Right. But but so uh, here's the deal though. Like uh, workplace workplace rights. Right. These are these are I thought pretty well established. I you know. Um, yeah, I I didn't think that there was any question here. Like, um, not too long ago, we had a transgender person apply 
to work at my place of work. Uh huh. And it was just, it, it just was such a non-issue. Yeah, right? but like you're 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 in a very liberal thing. You're not. You don't. I know. Clearly, it's not a funeral home. Right. Right. With some Christian person running it. Right. And clearly, the Christians right now are trying to exercise their or trying to attempt to establish or find where their religious rights, you know, sort of. They're trying to push back. Yeah. The walls that are caging them in. Where are these boundaries? Yeah. These boundaries need to be pushed back. Right. And they're trying to, like, establish that they have the right to just be dicks because their religion says they can be. Right. Right? Yeah. That thing over there, I don't believe is right. So therefore, I'm not going to bake a cake for that person. Right. Or I'm going to fire this person because I don't like the fact that they're transitioning. Right. I mean, I, this like, is just what they do, right? The, the question is all about what, how we as a society handle it when they, when they bring this shit up. Right. So... Yeah. So it sounds like, I mean, obviously the court made the right decision. Yeah. Um, Thank God. And, and is, you know, hopefully this this issue gets more and more established and people understand it more and more and more. Or but, fuck it. Don't under, I mean, well. I under, mean, we're still waiting for the damn cake decision from the Supreme Court. Right. Right. I mean, I think the, the whole point is just, is what you said. How does it affect you? Right. I mean, yes, you have to look at a person who's done something that you don't understand right. and that you believe is wrong. Right. Guess what? You have to look at people who do things that you believe is wrong every fucking day. Right. And if it's not against the law and they're doing their work, yeah, I mean, just that's the whole shut point. your fucking mouth. We have a right to work. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've, you've been hired somewhere. You have to be allowed to continue to work unless you've, exactly as you said, done something legitimately wrong yeah in your work and if it you ref- failed to perform your job to whatever s- standard or expectations your employer has right but that but there also has to be a process there you can't yeah. just right and then this person comes along you know yeah and all she says is i'm going to be transitioning yeah i'm not going to be you i would like you to call me a different name and i'll be wearing different clothes now and i was and i'm a different person you you know, used i'm to the call same me person he. You, we, we yeah. used to use he and now i would like you to use she yeah or the other way around or whatever it is transition to female from male oh okay yeah oh i didn't yeah i think i got it i might have said it wrong it doesn't matter. The whole point is just like, yes, if you think that this is some sort of evil thing, you're going to be uncomfortable. Yes. Oh, well. Yeah. Deal with discomfort. Yeah. You'll you'll be okay. And guess what? You might get to know somebody who's different than you. Yeah, they don't like that. <laughs> and you might realize that the world is a beautiful place. Oh, gross. Filled with- <laughs> gross. Stop it. Nobody wants to hear your rainbow <laughs> rantings. Dan, it's true. <laughs> of course it's true. All right. Uh, I'm going to move on to another place where the rainbow mean, maybe means less than here, than whatever. Anyway, okay. uh, moving to R- Rwanda, where okay. uh, the, uh, the government of President Paul Kagame, uh, he's... He's not nice all the time. Oh, I don't know if you know this about Paul Kagame, but he is uh, <laughs> okay. a little, little despotic. Well, you know, just a touch here and there. I mean, 
depends. Like, like it you depends. Do. You know, like, like a jerk despot. Well, you, here's what. This one is an interesting one for for you and for our listeners. I'm I'm interested to hear how people respond to this. Okay. He has shut down more than 700 churches in his capital city. Okay. And he's arrested six pastors, accusing them of conspiring to rally other clergy in defiance of this shutdown. What is, why, why is he shutting them down? So, On what, what grounds? What he says is that it is about... Uh, so so the, the chief executive of the Rwanda Governance Board has said... It's about, quote, honoring God by show. It's, he says it means that if we are Christians, we where we worship must meet standards of showing respect for God. And the way that he's saying that these uh, 714 sites uh, were not showing respect for God was uh, that they had poor hygiene and bad security and that maybe their buildings might be uh, un- not sound. Now I will is say that this: true, Bill. Uh, I mean, is, is he just making? Is he just saying that? Building codes are not a big thing there, okay. so people build some fairly ramshackle sort of things. Okay, and a whole bunch of like largely these are largely Pentecost, small Pentecostal churches. Oh, There's been a rash of that happening. Uh, they're growing up like like weeds. Ugh, just the worst. Yeah. Um, and hygiene's tricky in a you know in a very large city. Kigali is Rwanda's capital. Mm-hmm. They have thirteen hundred churches in a city of nearly one point two million people. Okay, uh, and they don't have things like uh, a working sewer system. Ah, it's tricky over there. Okay, hygiene's a real thing. Okay, um, but how how are these churches posing a risk? So he's just, he's just got a beef with these churches. Well, uh, at least one person uh, wrote David Himbara um, is is a uh, an international development advocate uh, based in Canada who wrote on Medium that uh, bas- he wrote that K- Kagame tightly controls the media, political parties, and civil society at large. The churches constituted the last open space. Kagame knows this. The localized community of the, of churches offered a slight space for daring to imagine and talk about change. Oh. So uh, at least that guy, David Himbara, thinks that it's about stifling dissent that was that may have been going up. Interesting. Okay, well, that makes sense. That makes more sense to me than we think the buildings might be coming down and also there's a hygiene problem. What, were they just shitting between the pews? I mean, I don't know what they were doing. I've got, you know, RNS, the Re- Religion News Service included a photograph of a of an empty church. Let's see. Let's does see. not look particularly nice. Well, it's not nice, but is that unhygienic? No. No. Right. I, I think maybe they're just saying that the people are a little stinky. I'm just kidding. I, I have no idea. We'll just pass out some deodorant at the door. Right, exactly. Body L- of Christ? Little list. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not stinky there's a, body of Christ. There's a Eucharist, and then there's like a little, uh, a nice little hygiene little, station. Little spritz. Yeah, you can do a little you know? a little, little spray there's of something. Some mouthwash over there. A little there. Listerine, sure. Yeah. You can a little cup, you spit it out. You're good to go. Yeah. You are. The body of Christ does not have to smell bad. <laughs> you can keep it clean. 
Oh man, so that's bizarro. Like, what? Well, but you you led into this, Dan, with sort of this question of I'd like I'd like to know what you think about the well, church like, closing. I mean, it's like one of those things where I think many of our listeners would celebrate the closing of seven hundred churches for any reason. Uh, I don't know about for any reason, but it's kind of this is this is this is like clearly if, if a, a I, you miscarriage. Know, you know, when I celebrate a church closing, because people stopped going. That's when yeah. we celebrated church closing. Yeah, absolutely. Is is when people just find it irrelevant. When they just wise the up. The forced closures of churches gets us nowhere. Yeah. It, no. it, it like These people will still be believers. They'll still, you know, and be practicing their faith. First world pastors will be dining out on this shit for a year. Right. Yeah. They're persecuting the Christians. Yeah. K- in- K- Kagami, is that his name again? Uh, Kagami? His, yeah, his name is Kagame. Yeah. Kagame. Uh, yeah, yeah, stop it, Kagame. Yeah, cut it out. You're not helping. <laughs> Do you know how much we're going to have to listen to these, to fucking Jim Baker talk about this now? Yeah. You're really, you're, you're really Wait, like, annoying me right now, Kagame. <laughs> I'm very annoyed. Like, most of us don't have to listen, but Frank and Dan have to listen you, right? to this crap. Right? Ugh. <sighs> Kagame. Just the worst. Our eyes roll at the. <laughs> All right, Dan. Um, I've got the story of uh, of a fellow podcaster. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Those guys are dangerous. <laughs> I don't trust them. Uh, and I hope that uh, any sort of similarity between us <laughs> and her ends right there. Okay. Um. A, uh, a Florida public school teacher has been uh, relieved of her duties at work uh, because it has been found out that she is a uh, white nationalist podcaster. Oh, I did know about did this you hear story. About this? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I even went and listened to some of her show. Oh. It was unlistenable. It was just boring. Just boring. I was I was waiting. I kept, I kept waiting for her to get to the point. I was like, come on. How was her mic work? Like, was she... I mean, she's new. I, I'm, oh, okay. I'll give her. I'll give her some runway for okay, that. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, Diana Volatich. Okay. That's how I'm going to say her name. Yeah. Sounds legit. Right. Uh, she was uh, posing as Diana Dolovchov. Well. Uh, super and clever. Was, was host of. Nom de plume. <laughs> was uh, host of uh, the podcast unapologetic which by the way was a little tough for me to track down there's really? more than one unapologetic podcast oh no way she she wasn't on itunes that i could see yeah apparently right after all this went went down she pulled um her content from her website oh i see uh so maybe that was why i was having trouble tracking yeah her down. and anywho um in her most recent podcast uh a, a guest of hers railed against diversity in schools dis- dismissing the idea that um a kid from nigeria and a kid who came from sweden are supposed to learn exactly the same and have the same iq oh uh the host herself uh agreed and she uh she went on to point out that you know science has proven that certain races are smarter than others oh indeed really that's yeah. interesting I'm fascinated to hear that they assume that all of the American kids have the same IQ. <laughs> all of the white kids have, uh, apparently have the same IQ. So, yeah. 
Um, but anyway, uh, she basically, uh, they, they also were talking about how uh, white supremacists need to, you know, get out there, get their teaching certificates, get into the public schools. And maybe even if you aren't like overtly preaching white supremacy, you can sneak you can, it in. You sneak it in. Sure. In little ways. And, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and she's and so Volatich says, right. I'm absolutely one of them. <laughs> like she's she's admitting and so i guess there was this whole thing where some students had complained that she was getting a little um preachy <laughs> spreading a little ideology in the classroom sure and she must have played it so well with the principal because she came out of the meeting having denied it left right and center right uh she was a first year teacher at this school mm. So the principal is probably keeping an eye on her. Uh, but uh, Tiana Dalichov, the fake name, the fake name on her Twitter feed, uh, like to say things like white privilege. Prove to me that it exists. Show me statistics that prove whites benefit economically solely because of their race. She's okay. got us there. Yeah, it's hard. It's it. It's, it's those a are tricky one. Those are tough uh, numbers to suss out. Yes, but there are other issues yeah. that are linked that I think. You, I mean, yeah, it's a it's an obvious dodge. It's right. a it, right. Yeah, it's stupid it's solely because they're race. Well, fuck you. Um, and then of course there's uh, this tweet. You know, America's education system is designed to enable victimization. When teachers are forced to learn about institutional racism and prove it's real when it isn't, I literally feel brain cells dying as I read this bullshit. Well, I I kind of believe that her brain cells are dying. <laughs> that makes some sense to me. So, okay, I'm with you. Tapanana Valashmich. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, um, they still, the school district, as of the publishing of this article, hadn't fully moved on termination. Okay. Um, because they are still, they, they basically still just have some circum, circumstantial evidence that actually links uh, Diana Volatich to her, her fake little okay. identity online. There are some pictures that kind of line up. Okay. Um, but they're... But there's really only just a couple things like that, and things like the similarities of the names and yeah. the voices, and but they're they're doing their best just to get her out the fucking door. Um, she was suspended, schools, right? She was suspended w w pending, you know, the investigation right. and everything. Because um, the first thing you do is you get her to the fuck away from kids. Yeah, um, especially but considering like she. Clearly hates some of her class, some of her kids, just because of their race. Well, she loves ninety percent of them. Apparently, well, it is a very white school district. Well, great. Um, Good but, for her. Um, apparently, this is kind of a thing. Um, the, the The article goes into talking about how um, white supremacists kind of tend to lead lead double lives. Mm. That at work, you you could easily be working with a white supremacist. And you just don't know it. They right. keep everything to themselves, but then they go home and they get online, and it's it's all right all the person. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's you know it highlights. I mean, yeah, this is only one story, but it does highlight a continuing problem 
in this society and it's what? and it's so fucking shocking to me yeah it, it, it's it, it just i i'm glad that it's coming out i'm glad that we're aware of it i'm glad that we're finally having a discussion that apparently needed to be had a long time ago right um but boy it just felt like we were heading the right direction and that we and that we'd progressed a lot farther than I, I I thought we had. Well, I'm glad. I'm, I'm but I'm I'm glad to be pulled into reality. A little. Yeah, yeah. We were all disabused of all of those notions yeah. pretty sharply over the last couple of years. I was just a happy white guy, you know. Yeah. Well, and now I found out that that you're there's a miserable a lot of white unhappy guy. Unhappy white people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just, Speaking of unhappy white people, I'm going to take us to the land of Texas, where uh, you'll recall that there was, uh, back in November, a mass shooting at a church in a place called Sutherland mm-hmm. Springs, yeah. Texas. Yeah, I remember, remember was, the whole thing it very was, well, it actually. Was very horrifying. Yeah. Uh, and uh, numerous lives were lost uh, during this thing. Or were they? Wait, what do you mean? According to... Uh, a couple of conspiracy nuts, conspiracy theorists, uh, Robert Ussery and Jody Mann, mm-hmm. uh, ages 54 and 56 respectively, mm-hmm. who showed up at that church and were, uh, oh, Jody Mann, who's referred to as the conspiracy granny, just because <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Cute, cute. Uh, that's what you want in a grandma. They, sh- they showed up at the church where that where that shooting happened and there was a big like they had up a big poster where people could sign condolences or whatever yeah and these two were writing uh the truth shall set you free in big letters across their sign so the pastor was like uh wait wait what are you doing there what's going on there at which point they began to rail at him when they found, when they realized he was the pastor, who, by the way, lost a daughter, a fourteen-year-old daughter, in that shooting, right? They started to yell at him that it never happened. This was a conspiracy by the government to do what? Uh, to this is the same. These are the same conspirators who set up the the fake Newtown shooting, the fake uh, recent Florida mass shooting. All of it's fake, done by the government. I don't know to what end. I'm not sure why they're doing it. Lizard people. Yeah. The Illuminati dude something. I don't is know. This, is this uh, some sort of uh, ploy to get their guns? It, maybe. By by setting up shootings, it gets the public upset. And, and then and then maybe they we take away the guns. Take and away then, the guns. And then they declare martial law and we're all slaves. Uh, yeah, it's probably along those lines. Anyway, <laughs> these guys. Uh, God. Where uh, they they uh, just laid into this guy, yelling at him that his daughter wasn't real, uh-huh. and demanding to see a birth certificate proving that she was. Uh, uh, so they were God. arrested. God um, Almighty! But man, talk what? about the dickest of dick moves in the world. Uh, it. I guess the moral of this story is that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The official story isn't always the truth, but it's pretty much always the truth. You know, there may be nuances and stuff that that right. you, that we don't get our hands on, 
Yeah. But it's never a lie. It's not like these shootings aren't always. It's not staged. It's not staged. Nobody goes around staging shit like this. The act, you know, the kids who from from Florida are not actors. First of all. Well, actually, they are actors because a lot of the ones who were really standing up were like members of the drama club. Right. But they're not hired to be kids after a fake shooting. Right. It's just, it's, like, like, it's the, so infuriating. These people, like, the hardest part about a conspiracy, I would assume, would be keeping everybody on message. Yeah. And and the keeping more, the secret and not having anybody ever coming out and blowing a single whistle ever. The more people that are inv- have to be involved for a conspiracy to work, the more you know for a fact it didn't happen. Exactly. If it's more than, like, five people... You probably you're, there's probably not a conspiracy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like once it gets to to but, ten or twenty people who who know about all it of these and are people involved, lying about family members who got shot and killed and right. it's just it's ludicrous. It's insanity. It's absolutely, just absurd. That that in particular uh, that like I I guess I hadn't heard that <laughs> people were saying that. Newtown and whatnot were staged. Oh yeah, it was huge. It was like, oh god! And they're and they're accosting victims' families. <sighs> they're calling them constantly and telling them that it's fake, telling them to admit that it's fake and stuff. Idiots. Yeah, it's just mean and it's awful, and uh, and the whole conspiracy thing. That you know, if you, if you take something away from uh, from this show today, take away the the fact that like. Don't believe a conspiracy theory. Right. It's just never true. It's right. just never the case. Right. The government did not set up the whatever. <laughs> whatever the... The something commission. The ineptitude the... of our government precludes them from ever being able to, like, yeah. There aren't... The, yeah, there's no chemtrails. run the postal service. <laughs> it's just... They're not capable. <laughs> All right. Fine. Well, if you have to write into us now and tell us about all the conspiracies that are true, you can do it. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the, is the address. <laughs> or let's hear your angry voices. Yeah. Call us. Oh, yeah. Oh, we need to hear it. I know that they flew those planes and blah, blah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it, folks. Uh, Steel doesn't melt at that temperature or whatever. <laughs> 424-666-8442. Yeah, we need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Land. Request to join. It's a closed group, Dan. I know. I closed it, but we'll let you in. All right, Dan, I got something for you. <laughs> Goody. Oh, my God, Dan. We love we love to hear the voices of America. Well, and here's a voice that we've really only heard ever say these words. Well, that's right. Or amen. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. But apparently somebody let her talk. <laughs> Lori Baker. <laughs> Jim Baker's. Jim Baker's wife. The replacement wife. Yeah. Not yeah. first wife. No, the first wife was delightful. First wife was the best wife. Yeah. But. Uh, Lori Baker, <laughs> that's right. Uh, she's got something to say. 
Um, <laughs> let's just hear it. Yeah. I just challenge all of you to pray for our president, pray for our first lady, yes. pray for our vice president, pray for our second lady and their families. Cover them in the precious yes, blood of absolutely. Jesus, yes. that no weapon formed against them shall prosper Amen. in Jesus' name. Yes. We love our president. We love our vice president. We love our first lady. We love our second lady. And they stand up for, the, we know Vice President Pence does and Karen does. They stand up unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What's scary for us? And we bet Jim has been preaching it for the past two days pretty, pretty strong. They're saying it's mental illness. Okay, if the world is thinking that we're all mentally ill, you know what's going to happen next? They're going to put us all away in mental illness centers. I don't know what kind of word to use, but I know one thing. When you've been, yeah. as a woman... In, I'm not in my 50s anymore, but as a woman that was in her 50s, you know what they used to do to women that went through menopause back years ago? Yeah. They put them in insane asylums because their hormonal balance was completely off. And I'm not kidding. That's what they did. And I'm not kidding. That's what's going to happen to us as Christians. They're going to lock us up and throw us out if we don't stand up. Well, it's in the Bible they're if going we to do that. Don't Matthew stand 24 is up. very clear. Well, it's time to stand up. <laughs> it's time to stand up. I just, I, there's so, like, first of all, as someone who didn't grow up in uh, evangelical Christianity, I grew up in Mormonism, Mormonjelical mm-hmm. Christianity. Anyway, yeah. this whole cover you in the blood of Christ thing... <laughs> I find that such a disturbing image. Yeah. That's just, I mean, the, I know they get into it. The whole bathed in the blood, the blood. I know. But it's, I know. that's just fucking creepy. And Mormons don't really like that stuff. No. no. I mean, so much so, uh, no crosses. Yeah. yeah. Mormons don't do the, the crucifix thing, the cross thing. But here's the deal. Let's yeah. get back to this, what she's introducing here as a concept. Where exactly can we sign up to make sure that happens? mm because like I haven't heard about this, but I'd be perfectly fine putting Lori Baker in an insane in, <laughs> in, in, in an illness a mental illness. Yeah, why uh, couldn't center. she? She couldn't say the word uh, illness. Uh, Was uh, it mental illness? Illness center or whatever they're called. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, frankly, being married to Jim Baker seems like a mental illness. Illness. That just yeah. Uh, that's. <laughs> Also, I just learned from her. She, I I am learning all uh-huh. the time. Yeah, I had to look it up. Oh. I've never heard the phrase "second lady" of the United States. That sounds stupid to me. It's not. Is it a thing? Apparently, it's a thing. I googled oh, it. Oh no! And apparently, it's the unofficial uh, title held by the wife of the vice president. And I was like, just be the vice lady. I was like, it, it can't be a real thing. He's the vice president. She's, She's the, the vice lady. The vice lady, or vice first lady. Vice First Lady. I think vi- lady. I like vice, vice First Lady. Vice First Lady. Uh, the abbreviation, SLOTUS. <laughs> nice. That oh, has a lovely ring to That's it, so Dan. stupid. Oh. SLOTUS. It's, it's the uh, least, <laughs> it's the most least unofficial. Yeah. Whatever. You, I think that was a quadruple negative you just did. <laughs> Anyway, uh, do we have folks to thank? We do have folks. We have 
four new faithful listeners. Oh, there. bless them Isn't all. Isn't this just uh, a true a true miracle? It's Dan. Uh, every single time. You're being... Uh, the, it just feels so good. <laughs> You sound a little disingenuous on that. I it actually I, genuinely feels amazing. <laughs> in all honesty and reality, it feels... I was trying to do, like, the the like, Relief Society president. It just feels so getting, nice and so good. <laughs> no, it actually is amazing, and we uh, we so much um, appreciate the support. Right. Uh, it helps us keep doing the show. And, and it gives uh, these special listeners, these faithful listeners... Uh, access to uh, a, a commercial-free version of the show. That's right, completely ad-free. You get you don't, uh, and uh, you get it. Uh, you get if at a certain level, you get access to bonus content. Yes, that we record. Well, yes. So that's that's lovely too. So, but let's thank these people by name. Yes, please. That's what we do. Uh, Wade, Andrew, Loretta, and Tasha. Well, that's amazing. Uh, thank you guys so much for all of your... Are you okay? Well, you know, these damn dyes. Uh, let me pull out the magnifying glass app on my phone and just make sure that I actually... <laughs> he really is doing that. Yeah, Tasha. Okay. I couldn't tell if the A was an E or an A after I like was looking at it for a minute. So, oh. Tasha, thank you so much, and thanks to Wade, Andrew, and Loretta as well. Yes, we'll thank you too. so much. Uh, um, you guys are amazing, and uh, thanks to all of our uh, patrons. Yeah, the, for your continued support. Uh, some of you have been around for a really long time, and uh, it's amazing, and we love you for it. Yeah. And Dan, yeah. Uh, if anyone else out there would like to uh, sign up on Patreon, become a patron of the show, gain access to all this extra stuff, uh, they can do so by going to patreon.com slash Atheist. Right. Or go to our webpage. Uh, they can they can just go to thankgodimatheist.com, and there's a link there, too. And that's a great way of doing it as well. So thanks so much. And uh, I guess we should probably also thank, uh, you know, our top donor. Our Lord and Savior. She reigns supreme. Long may she wave. Angela! Angela! The, Thank uh, you so much. Yes. You're all amazing. Angela's the most amazing. <laughs> uh, and we thank you all so much for, for your support. In the name of all the things, amen. Amen. Dan. Yeah. Uh... I don't want to make light of this topic because it's actually a serious one. Yeah. But the children, Dan. Can't someone help the children? <laughs> Why does that make me laugh? I just, it just feels <laughs> wrong. It just feels so stupid. It, like anyone who says, can't we help the children? That person's an idiot. <laughs> but there are children. Okay, but okay, actually helping up. children is a good thing. Let's back up. So in Mormon, in Mormondom. Oh right. yes, there is a practice. Of well, let, the worthiness. Okay, you're backing up further. And I'm going to introduce it by by telling people the by reading some of the wording of a petition. Oh, okay. That has been started. Okay, okay, okay. This was started by uh, a, a a man named Sam Young, who is a practicing and believing Mormon. Yes. 
this petition currently is sitting with 16,000 plus signatures. Amazing. On uh, gopetition.com. Fantastic. Uh, and it's t- it says, uh, I mean, it opens with saying this, isn't, this petition is not meant to disparage the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints mm. or its leaders in any way. Mm. No, of course not. Rather, its purpose is to call for major changes to one particular practice. Uh, and basically, here's what the here's here's what the petition says: We call on the LDS Church to immediately cease the practice of subjecting children to questions about masturbation, orgasm, ejaculation, sexual positions, or anything else of a sexual nature. This applies to all children up to and including age seventeen. Uh, there should be no one-on-one interviews with children, a parent or other trusted uh, uh, adult of the child's choosing. Oh, uh, uh, and then it says a parent or other or trusted uh, adult of the child's choosing is to be present. That's weird to me because they're saying no one, no, I guess just no one, uh, one one-on-one interviews. No one-on-one. Yeah. So here's what it comes from. Okay. They're. There is a long-standing tradition in Mormonism of the bishop of each ward mm-hmm. being uh, responsible for having interviews with all of the ward members. Mm-hmm. But these are worthiness inter- interviews. Yes, uh, and they—I don't know if you know this—teenagers tend to like sex. Yeah, it tends to go a little a little haywire. In yeah. the teen years, yeah, uh, and then, uh, and then, and these are all supposedly sins. Oh, great, absolutely. grievous, grievous sins. Do not touch yourself. Do do not touch your damn self. Your your body so, is not your own. It is on loan to you from right. the Lord Jesus, right, or something. So, and uh, so you have to confess all of these sins. It's not even confession. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to somehow, somehow you just got to talk about it all. And if you've committed any of these sins, this bishop, this man in your ward, this older man who is not in any, in, in general, not trained in any kind of therapeutic process or well, any. He sells insurance. Right. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a guy. He's just some dude. He's a lawyer, he's a business guy, he's middle management, whatever. Right. He is not equipped or trained to handle a discussion about sex with a child. No. And yet they do it all the damn time. Yes. Uh, it is required of them. Yeah, um, and uh, apparently it's gotten it's gotten worse than like what you probably remember, Dan. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it used to be that the, the questions were quite vague. And apparently, from my understanding, I was reading a little bit about this um, a, a couple weeks ago. Because this guy's been pretty active, yeah. on, especially on like the ex-Mormon Reddit. Um, and uh, <clears throat> anywhere where he can find um, anyone who will listen. Yeah. Uh, I read a, a, an article in like the Houston Chronicle or yeah. whatever about him in this this campaign um and any i believe there was some mention of how the 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 questions have become sort of have become more pointed than they used to be well i don't know if it's more than it used to be i what i've heard is that uh it's always been an issue especially with young women uh bishops 
can often get quite titillated by having these discussions with young with, yes. with teenage girls. And, and there definitely have been instances of that. Um, however, but it's been I getting do worse, not huh? remember the question, do you masturbate? I, I don't remember that I, either. I, I remember but do I, you, it was more vague. It was something along the lines of, do you, you know, uh, engage in any, um, whatever, whatever. Right. Or, well, it's, uh, are you staying morally clean? Although that's, no. that's, that's the, the Mormon term. Yeah. Cause yeah. All morality is about sex. Right. Moral cleanliness is just I, sex. I ju- and maybe it was just my bishops. Mm. Maybe it was just the people who I like. And there was just kind of this. They were taking a different tact for whatever reason. Right. But I just don't remember. The, and I feel like I would. I feel like I would have been like. Oh? Because, you know, I was a guilty, shameful little kid mm. who was masturbating. Right. And if they had point blank asked me, I think I would have been like. What am I supposed to do? Right. I know I can't tell them the truth. Yeah, I it's <laughs> I was lucky too and that I had a very uh liberal bishop at that moment in my life yeah. who actually came into all to the young men with all of us there. Uh-huh. So it wasn't a one-on-one awkwardness and said, "Hey, you know what? I did it. Probably these other guys did it. Just try to keep it to as low a rate as you can." <laughs> basically respectable yeah uh, just, level just, like like don't do it all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so no i don't i never had that i never had that conversation right but a lot of uh, you know I, I i did confess some some sexual stuff to a bishop at one point you know i yeah. touched some boobs or whatever oh dear god dan what, what the fuck was wrong with you i was satan yeah satan got the in adversary. me yeah i was tempted Apparently the adversary is boobs, because that's what was tempting. <laughs> that was your adversary, yeah. Um, it's a it's the the problem is that these bishops are are put into a tricky position. That they we're making them sound like villains here, and some of them decidedly are. Some of these bishops are you know oh yeah they will ask probing questions well beyond where they need where right. they need to go they will ask about specifics of things and yeah. i've heard many a personal account yeah. from friends of mine of bishops like is telling especially girls to go into detail about where did you touch him and oh. you know how much what did you do and tell me all about it and you know all of why this do stuff. they need to know any detail well like, they don't what? like like even in their own like just from their own perspective, yeah. Why would the bishop need to know? You know, I, I would, I would assume as, as, as soon as the child started saying, you know, well, I, I did this with so and so. Okay, well, you know, this is right. what the Lord says about this, and you know, this is what we think about. You know, you know, you got to keep yourself pure. You got to like immediately. Okay, I heard that. Now let's talk about right, like. Like, Moving if forward, you really what, think that, that this child should not be engaging in this kind of activity, what do you do going forward? Right. Right. Like, they should be charting a little plan. And, right. You know, and this and that. And, and here's maybe, how you repent and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And try to stop being such a little hoe. You know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Enough with the slutty. Yeah. Sister so-and-so. <laughs> now get back out there and do have a proper fun. slut shame. Right, right. Exactly. And then move on. But, uh, but yeah, there's lots of, but, you know. 
these are middle-aged, very repressed men. Uh. And uh, and probably some of them were doing the same shit with guys, because some of them, of course, are gay. Right. So, or, you know, or at least titillated by yeah. the boys. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think part of what fascinates you and me about this story, about what's happening, and yeah, mm-hmm. there's, a, there, there's a petition, this guy's gotten a lot of uh, press, yeah. There's a lot of pressure that's actually coming to bear on the church with this. Yeah. Including a march that's going to be that's that's organizing for the 30th of this month, March. So, I mean, I'm sure some of our listeners will want to check that out. Yeah. Starts um, at uh they can go to protect, City County Building, right? protectldschildren.org. There you go. Uh and to find out more information about it. But it's a what's fascinating is that like dissent within the church is very close to nil. Right. It, because it's apostasy. It doesn't happen. I mean I mean that's why when it was happening uh when it was really big, we you and I were, were reporting a lot on the whole ordained women movement. Yeah. Because that kind of shit does not happen in Mormonism. No. You don't you don't organize a group against how the church is being currently run. You just don't do it. No. So no, the, 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 the old men in charge don't take kindly to that. No, you are you are committing a sin. How, so how are they going to ask young women about their <laughs> sexual activities if it's prohibited? It's one of the perks of being a, a bishop. <laughs> oh, God. So God. gross, Dan. I, 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 I would assume that or I would hope that the vast majority of them see it as a fucking burden. Well, and, and that's the thing. Horrible part of their job. That's the thing. Uh, and, you know. Here in the local paper, in the local in the the Salt Lake Tribune, there was a a, a a pretty extensive article about this. But one of the things that it talks about is like LDS bishops being called in to do this job. You know, you don't choose to be a bishop. You don't study to be a bishop. You, right. you don't. That's not the path that you're on. But they they call you to do it, and then right. you're expected to do it. Uh, and then yeah, you like okay, I'll take on I'll take the job on. Fine, I'll help administer the whole ward and i will have no personal life have no personal life you will agree to like give up everything no family life and then son of a bishop yeah i can tell you that one right he was never around and then suddenly people start knocking on your door and there's a line of people who all wanted who all feel that they have to tell you all of their sexual escapades to because that's what's required of them and you Fucking like like a decent person's gonna be horrified by this. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to know this. Right. And and how I do I, I was just gonna run some you know meetings and and how do I handle and maybe you know call some people to some offer comfort to somebody who's who's love you know who, yeah. who's, oh. who's a loved one died or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 But no, you got to sit there. They got to tell you. You got to somehow counsel them. I was like, oh. God, it's a it's awful. <sighs> so I would think that where, most where of the bishops is... in the in in the church would be like, yeah, let's let's not do this. Yeah, it's got to be hard. Anyway, but it's a church. Horrifying. It's a church Absolutely that horrifying. literally says that se- sexual impurity mm-hmm. in air quotes, yeah, is like the worst sin next to murder. Yeah, like it's murder then sex. That's Sounds about right. Sounds shocking. about right. To That's me, yeah. the stupidest thing in the world. 
If anyone ever tells you that sex is bad, yeah. they're trying to get something out of you. Um, where in this whole thing does designing a pyramid scheme uh, fall into? Because oh. Mormons are really good at that. Uh, and that's like uh, one of the marketing? least yeah, hey, maybe the least that's... moral things you could ever, 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 ever do. What, network marketing? Well, definitely designing the thing. Yeah, well. You I... know, because all you're doing is you're just robbing people blind. Well, I mean, I mean that's, willingly. Prob- that's probably how they got the 16,000 signatures on this on this thing. You just do some network <laughs> marketing. You, ha- you host a do, party. Do the phone tree. You you host a a, 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 a signature party. Yeah. You should. <laughs> I don't know how this works, man. Anyway, um, it's 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 you're right though. It's fascinating just for just what's be- watching, what's going on, and the fact that because like, this is not a democracy, right? This church is not democratic. It's top down theocracy but here's another crack yeah ordained women is a crack yeah and it hasn't gone away right this is this is a crack right mormons do crack (laughs) that's what we're saying but like in in the veneer or the foundation or whatever metaphor you want to like like play with here it's it's starting there's there's there there's stuff going on in mormonism that I never would have thought. Right. Never would have thought. It, it seems like the, so the people are trying down. to take control of their church. Yeah. It's weird. The decent people of Mormonism, which most of them are decent yeah. people. Yeah. Right? And then it's just the crackpots, which that, is up to about probably 25%. <laughs> right. right. Like, I'm not talking about a they small got a high, minority. A high percentage of crackpots. But but there, there's a good chunk of them that have to be just making life for the other 75% absolutely fucking miserable yeah and the thing is i don't think the 75 percent knew that they were in the majority until recently yeah and it's starting to come out more and more with like the with 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 gay rights mm-hmm. coming out and mormons just sort of being kind of just unimpressed by you know a lot of it yeah right like or at least a, enough of them they're just kind of like well, no, but my gay kid is so awesome. Right. right? My nephew or, is amazing. Yeah. Like, my niece I, is awesome. And they kind of stay in the church and they don't know really what to think about it. And, uh, and I think they're more and more starting to like just look around and see that like, oh, wait, I'm not the only one who thinks that things are wrong. Right. It's very interesting. And so this is when, because it is has been so cultish, oh, it's not really ready for reform of any kind like this. No. And so how how does it crumble? That's what I'm really excited about. <laughs> I know. Is how I does Mormonism fall apart? Oh, it won't. It'll, I mean, there, there it will. will be little pieces. It, there, it'll, it'll, There'll be chunks it'll falling skiz. off of it. There'll be schisms. As we've predicted that before. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I just do want, I do want to say that uh, on this petition page, they've posted a, a list of potential harm. Uh-huh. Um, and they've consulted with therapists and stuff about this but yeah potential harm includes suicide of course that's extreme or attempted suicide or suicidal ideation inappropriate shame and guilt childhood filled with self-loathing adulthood filled with self-loathing my god normalize and this one's this one's i think one of the real important ones normalizing children to sexual questions by adult men Ooh, which is like normalizing it's grooming yeah and you definitely want to avoid that. Yeah. Like, it's not okay for for a kid to believe that it's normal to have to talk to adult men about their sexuality. Ugh. That's not okay. Yeah. Uh, sexual abuse, impaired sexual relations after marriage, 
can happen because, yeah, you're fucking people up about their sexuality. Yeah. And uh, and years of recovery from childhood shaming, huh. which I felt like I dealt with. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, you know, it took me years hmm. to sort of unravel yeah. the sexual shaming that occurred. Yeah. And I was and I was in one of the good wards. I was in one of the ones where they weren't too hard on you. <laughs> but that that just goes to goes to show that it's also the broader culture yeah. that you were subject to and the and the broader messaging. I mean, general yep. conference doesn't let you off the hook. No. Nope. You know, when when what's his bucket would would turn from the teleprompter and look straight into the camera and he would sit there and then tell you all this the sins and the sexual things that you weren't supposed to be doing i'm not sure which, which you don't remember which? this guy richard something or other uh, or no. something richard oh my god he was terrifying every time he got up at like the priesthood session i knew what was coming he was gonna say <laughs> something about homosexuality and he's gonna say about masturbation directly to you and he was saying it directly to me via satellite <laughs> it was horrifying and we know that the sin of homosexuality is one of the greatest sins, Frank Feldman. Ah, I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> oh Lord! Well, you know, it's not—it's not unique to the Mormons, but uh, this yeah. is—it's interesting to watch. Anyway, uh, that's our show. Hey, we got. It is. Uh, that's. Uh, if you guys want to write into us about it, you can write to podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. That's right. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. We'll let you in. Yes, indeed. As speaking of Facebook, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on our Facebook page and to... Amy, uh, Sarah, and Danny for their hard work as moderators of the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for uh, their wonderful music that we play every week. Yes, indeed. Uh, And thank you guys, you dear, dear listeners, you, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.